again. I apologize to any of our followers. Fuck that. I don't apologize. Dudes, I started a new job. And it's great, but my hours change and we're in a new routine, so you know. You're making excuses. I'm not. I was fucking tired. And this has been written for two weeks. I was tired. Happy belated birthday to Das Boot, which was yesterday, which by the time you hear this is who knows when, but he had a birthday. Happy birthday, Boot. Thank you, Mary. Yeah. Yep, my birthday was yesterday. I'm your highness. So you are my highness, and I am Das Boot. Did you just call me your highness? Highness? Yes. Like, is that like in the taint area? Because that's... No, it no, it's a it's really a royalty thing. Ro- but oh. if you want to feel it there, when oh, I say it, am you can I feel it there. Pe- yeah, feel it. Am I on a pedestal? Yes. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Michigan Murders and Music. Yep, we're talking about Michigan murders. What? We're gonna leave you with what? a happy ending. What kind of happy ending, Boot? Like uh, slide off your chair happy ending? There's going to be an interesting band that we're going to feature at the end of this episode. And we it's might give little hints throughout the episode. Interesting band would probably be the best way to describe them. For this one, because yeah. Because there is just no description for <laughs> this. This the ex- There's no excuse. So is there a way to follow us? Figure out you who we are? Uh, can go on the social media type platforms. Facebook, obviously. We're on Spreaker. We're on iTunes. We're on Castbox. We're on Facebook. We're on. Tw- we're not on Twitter. I hate fucking Twitter. I don't even understand. Twitter. I'm on Instagram. You know, fucking look us up. We're we're available. Yep. And apparently there is an explicit content warning that Mary's going to have to swear? explain. Yeah. You're going to swear? What? No. You, just because you got older, you're going you just think you can just swear? Oh. Oh. Well, I'm just saying if you have multiple children, but one of them happens to beat the tooth fairy to the punch, and collects the teeth before the tooth fairy can. That's creepy. And then keeps those teeth in a little tiny baby food jar in the back of his underwear drawer, or maybe in a shoe in the back what, of his you closet. Come up with this stuff? That's just weird. If if one of your if you go to do your tooth fairy job, or I mean, if the tooth fairy comes and that tooth is already gone, oh, you've got a kid on your hands. 
you know, and that has so, nothing to do with us. So don't let your kids like, listen to us. Right, right. But it sounds like that kid would do. And by the way, we were kind of talking about this because it was on uh, Michigan Murderinos Facebook. What parents kept their children's teeth? Oh my God. Okay, my mom kept our teeth. You hear in a that? Jar. Do you hear the roo behind you? Yes, he's, that's our dog. He's the One dude. Th- I didn't keep any of my kids' teeth, but I kept that little jackass's teeth. He's a couple a Jack of Russell. them. Yep. Look at him. Let me out. He's Let me out. I gotta go. Right, so, anyways, go. follow us. Please rate us. It helps us with you know all the things. Where are we going to, Boot? If I held up my mitten. We're going to the Detroit area. What? I I am unfamiliar with Detroit. Where is that located? Okay, if you hold up your right hand, your palm facing you. God damn it. We keep going here. like right about where your thumb meets the soft part of your hand there. I kind of right in the crotch. Down, yep, down in there. Detroit. It's, everyone it's knows. It's a little where, bit like just the because crotch you don't know where Detroit is. Everyone else does. It's know. in the crotch part of the men. Yep, pretty much. Yep, twice. So I like it's, to call uh, it. This street is called Saint Aubin Street, which is in Detroit. Well, in 1904, Benito Evangelista arrives in Philadelphia as an Italian immigrant. He comes to the state with great trained carpentry skills, kind of like the boot. Well, yeah, my my dad was fresh off the boat with great carpentry skills. Fresh off the yep. boat. That Back in the day. Yep, not even that Island. long ago. No, it's not very long ago. He eventually changed his name to Benny Evangelist. That, which that's is weird. Highly entertaining to yeah. me. I can't help it. Why Benny? I, why evangelist? <laughs> Fucking. I don't know. And then it becomes okay. Let's oh, Benito is kind of a cool name. Yeah, like I, Benito. Benito the Bandito. Benito, hey Benito. Mm-hmm. So two years after arriving and apparently working as a real estate agent slash builder, successfully. Yeah, he was doing that well, but then suddenly. Evangelist claims he is getting daily visions from the good Lord God Almighty himself. Yeah, that sounds a little creepy. The man from above. Like, uh, I think there's something wrong with this guy. The guy from the big book. People say he was obsessed with bizarre beliefs. I mean, isn't believing in God itself kind of a bizarre belief? No, we can't go there. I didn't say that. I'm sorry. No. I don't get it, Boo. His last name says it all. If anyone is to be a prophet for the love of God and all of his disciples, Mary too. This guy should be believed in. His last name is Evangelist, and he's yeah. people should believe him. Yeah, Benny. His family thinks he's nuts, and they disown him. I mean... Uh, They're probably religious, and they (laughs) probably think he's lost his goddamn mind because he says he's hearing from God. Well, I I think he did lose his mind, so we're going to pursue this a little bit further. What happens next? Well, he starts working for a Pennsylvania railroad construction crew. My grandpa did that. I think I told you that before. Yeah. My friend Robin is also a conductor. In current times, railroad. Robin. In 
Pennsylvania, as a matter of fact. So while he was working there, he met Aurelius Angelino. I am so glad you had to pronounce that name because that was you know, not happening here. It's Aurelius. <laughs> Aurelius. Aurelius Angelino. Yep. They become involved in an occult. Yep. These they, two guys have like, bam, instant occult. Oh, they're both into the God same shit. like karma. We both believe mm-hmm. that we can produce magic and we can cast spells. I feel like that moves away heaven. from the godlike thing a little bit. It's kind of oxymoronic, but they did it back then. Yep. So Evangelist starts chronicalized. Chronicologicalizing. <laughs> Thank you. Cro- it's like the chronic. Chronicologicalizing. He's, if you smoke the chronic, you, you would be able to that pronounce really word? that word. So I... he, he starts documenting his visions <laughs> and eventually turns them into a book called The Oldest History of the World. And apparently it, it wasn't very well written. It had, yeah. I kid you not, that was a shortened title of the book. <laughs> it had like, the oldest blah, blah, blah from blah, 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 and lives in Michigan and blah, 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 blah. You can look it up or I'll post it on the social media. It's said to have been poorly written, but basically he claimed to be a prophet in this book, right? In <laughs> 1919... 1919, Aurelius... Angelino! He takes an axe and murders two of his own children. A fucking axe. What the heck with an axe? Okay. That's just brutal. I I can't kill a worm with an axe in the ground. No, I don't even want to step on one. How do you... People piss me off. What do you do? I mean, they're out there. How do you kill your kids? People are doing this. And then... What the fuck? With their own kids, I know. Well, he so gets he, sent to this mm. insane asylum. Well, back asylum for the criminally insane. Yep. Yeah, they shut them all down, I don't know, what, 20 years ago? I don't 25 fucking years know, ago, but in 1923, like guess what happens? Oh. He escapes from the asylum. And he's yeah. never heard again. <laughs> he's never heard from a grin. A, a grin. So yeah, he escaped. Easy to do. Dude, we All you need have to, to do look is open into a window this Aurelius guy. So soon after Aurelius <laughs> Angelino, <laughs> he commits these murders, and Evangelist moves to the big Detroit in a home on which Saint- is Detroit for oh, you know what? yeah it's called Detroit. We don't say Detroit. It's, it's Detroit. Crude. It's French. Detroit. Where so, were we? Uh, he, he moves to St. Aubin Street yep. in Detroit. Yeah, he uses his mad carpenter skills as, you know, a, a recent immigrant with these skills. And he builds this weird shrine. He uses chicken wire and all kinds of paper mache stuff. And because he starts chicken building... wire is handy as fuck. I mean, oh, yeah, you can I, find it anywhere. You, and you can mold you things. Can do, you can build a house out of chicken wire. You wanted to. Well, then he builds this house, and then he proceeds to make ten papier-mâché doll-like things. They were kind of dolls. Nine of them were supposedly to represent the planet. The tenth, a giant glowing eye, which he said represented the sun. Mm-hmm. He hand-painted a sign because, you know, he's artistic, mm. so... Why wouldn't you? Yeah. That says the Great Celestial Exhibition. 
I've, Weirdo. I'm thinking if I'm driving down the street and I just see a hand-painted sign on the side of the road, Dude, I'm not going to stop there. It, it gets more weird. I feel like it's a mouse going after so the cheat. His business takes off. People are into this stuff. He well, encourages yeah. and clients to interact with his creepy-ass papier-mâché. <laughs> it's a papier-mâché people solar system. Yeah. It's yeah. his... Intergalactic deities, intergalactic deities. You know, what's interesting is if the client couldn't pay, he he wouldn't help him. Nope. He didn't have a vision if there was no money. No money involved. Imagine that. Oh. (laughs) It sounds like a church. I'm sorry. It's very, very churchy. No offense to those who believe. July 4th, 1929. A business partner shows up for a scheduled meeting to discuss real estate at Evangelist Home. He knocks on the door, boot. Yep. No answer. mm -mm. Mm -mm, None. And they had a scheduled meeting. Yeah, you don't want to walk in on someone while they're masturbating. Yeah, you just... doing a reading or something. He finally realizes enough time has passed, nothing has been happening, and he gets inside the house. Yep. When he gets inside, he finds an evangelist at his desk, almost as if his head were down, resting on his crossed arms. Like he was arms. playing 7-Up? Yeah, but Thumbs except... Thumbs up, 7-Up? His head was gone. He had no head. It gone. looked like he was slouched over, but his head was gone. Surrounded by copies of his book, which mm-hmm. had been finished for like three years. So, red flag there. Someone didn't like something he put in his book. Yep, yep. By his feet was his, uh, his head. head. Yeah. Along with a framed death portrait of his son who had died years before. It's weird. Death portraits were a a thing back then, and they're actually, in some cultures, still a thing, and they're kind of making a comeback. I didn't didn't know that. Yeah, they are. I've seen a few. People are weird. That shit's burned in my... No. I see my mom and my brother. I don't need pictures. No. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. Thanks, though, for the photo opportunity. But if you mm-hmm. take a photo of me when I'm dead, I will come back and haunt the ever-loving... You just fart. That was my shoe. You're a fucking... It really liar. was my shoe. You're such a liar. <laughs> so... If I come back and you hear farts in the middle of the night out of nowhere... That is you. I know me. it's you. It's goddamn so, me. Elias... The business associate. Elias Brothers? Yeah. Like, he runs out of the house boy. and calls the police. He must have gone to the neighbors. He I don't know. Goes, There's no like, cell phone. Oh, police! Right. 5 uh, Yeah, they... they yo, yo. They, that Five-o. was the only way to do it. Just go find Holy a phone. Oh, when the police arrived, evangelist kids are found butchered and bludgeoned to it's death. It's so funny when you say evangelist kids. Because when you say that, I'm sorry. We'll, You're thinking of a preacher or is it I'm an thinking evangelist? of like Tammy Faye Baker. Oh, well, that's a oh, poor example. Yeah, never mind. So like you said, police arrive and his kids were found. Including the 18-month-old baby. Butchered and bludgeoned mm-hmm. to death in their bedclothes. His wife and the 18-month-old baby were found together clinging to each other in their bed. After they had passed away, they were still holding on to each other's body. The... uh, 
Warning, ding, ding, ding. This is not good, you guys. This woman is clutching her baby in her arms, but she is almost decapitated. Mm. I'm... That's horrifying. 1900s-style neighbors, gawkers, and basically people like us in general, (laughs) you and me. What? Yeah. No. Went through the house. No, I now know that I would not do that until after... All evidence has been... we would have. Well, back and then, it took forever for the police to get there. What are people oh, yeah. supposed to do? Yeah, Keystone Cops. They all They're went... Like, oh, there's nothing to see here. We love murder stories, but... Of course. How can you walk I'm not, through I'm not that? not going to do it. No, yeah. no. 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 Evidence was contaminated. Contaminated? Yeah. And, and the only evidence found was a bloody fingerprint on the door handle. Oh, on the door handle. Oh, it's on the door handle. <laughs> they say the murder happened between midnight and 3 a.m. How do they know that? They they don't have any Maybe experience. one of his clients left and said, I left oh. there at 11.58 p.m. after oh, my... Go. $5,000 spiritual reading. Oh, and that's usually when evangelist. You know, midnight to 3 a.m. Yep. I mean, some people's visions come at a very scheduled time like that. Nobody came forward. Nobody, not, no. not one okay. client from what I could find. So the police roamed the crowds looking for a killer. And well, because with, we all know why. The killer always likes to chill out yeah. and become a part of the scene. Come and check up on things. See what's happening. Act like he's... I mean, what, is he going to be the only guy at home? That looks more suspicious. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, the first suspect, by the way, they checked the crowd. They didn't come up with anything. But the first suspect was Umberto Tecchio. No? For real. I can't... I, <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking. I can't even make that shit. That, that's up. really his name. Name wise, Umberto. Tecchio had visited Evangelist the night before the family murders with a friend, Angelo Dipoli. Oh, oh, we these are we couldn't make up more disco mob names. Oh, they're mob tried. names. Totally, that's great. Tecnio. Wait, there's no N in there. I want to say tech, tech, techno, techio. says he was there to make a final payment <laughs> <laughs> to evangelist <laughs> for his home. That's a coinky dink. Right. So the two men were brought in for questioning after the popo discovered a banana knife. An axe and a pair of boots. I don't know why they're bringing the boots into this. I had nothing to do with it. Also, I still can't spell banana. Also, (laughs) we had to Google what the fuck a banana banana knife knife was. Looks like a banana. It's got a little hook on the end and it's banana looking. uh, Apparently. Can you say techio again? Techio. Those boots. That they brought into the story. They were found in the home and they were wet and had recently been washed inside of the house. I wash my boots. You know, I, yeah, I sometimes do do it. And I do do it inside the house. Side note, 
Tecchio had recently, three months prior, as a matter of fact, killed his brother-in-law with a knife, but was never charged. Never charged. Tecchio. Tecchio had recently, three months prior, killed his brother-in-law, but he was never charged. And then the night before Evangelista dies, he's at his house. And that's a little quinky dental, if you don't ask me. I mean, if you ask me. And if you don't ask me. We didn't have the interweb back then, but have you ever heard about coconut wireless? Did you just say you forgot to smoke? Uh, yeah, I know, I got distracted. We were taking a smoke break, folks. And I didn't smoke. I you didn't, forgot to smoke. You probably didn't notice the pause in there, because I'll edit the shit out of that. And then all of a sudden, Boot goes, fuck. Yeah, I forgot to smoke. He's as ADD as I am, friends. Oh, hell no. That is not even possible. So, yeah, tech you. You know, we didn't have the interweb back then. Yeah, but there's uh, coconut wireless? Yeah, that's what they call it in Hawaii. I got that from the movie Boo Crush because I love that movie. Yeah. Coconut wireless is basically the fucking grapevine. It's... In we Michigan, live in a small town. it's the grapevine. Oh, it happens so fast. So quickly. Everyone knows everyone. So how did they not know that Tecchio had killed a guy previously? <laughs> well, because it's 1934 and you could just move away and yeah, disappear what? and everyone Nothing forgets. Nothing happened. So years later, probably after loads of counseling, a paper boy. Yeah. What was your first job? Yeah, I was a paper boy. You were a goddamn good paper boy, too. I was, yep. You're just a little oh, guy. It was, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Well, that paper boy came forward with information that he saw Tecchio, <laughs> thank you, outside the evangelist <laughs> home the morning after the murders. You know, yep. that kid was up at the crack of black. Yeah. He had his paperboy bags that were probably made out of burlap back then. Yeah, they were. They were. Well, Did not they burlap. Even have they were bicycles. canvas. They were canvas when you were a kid. We're yeah. talking oh, the... Oh, back then, yeah. Yeah, they were probably burlap, and they were itchy, and you had to... Yeah, but you saw stuff. Extra, extra, read all about it. You saw stuff late at night, early in the morning. Oh. Just really early. Oh. People walking up to you with a beer... That that was weird. Hey, you want one? No, oh, I'm good. Thanks. That happened to you? Yeah. I can totally see us doing that to somebody. Yep. Yep. That, oh my that was God. a pretty small town. Yeah. I don't know. I guess he saw something, but shit happened and too much time had passed. We don't know if they attempted to match tech. Tecchio's fingerprints <laughs> to the, the print found on the doorknob. You said knob. But there was a lack of evidence. Suspect numero dos. Former member of the evangelist cult. Unnamed cult member. I shall call him cult dose. Ooh. <laughs> so unique, isn't it? Yeah. I, I cult dose. So cult dose. He claims he was scammed because he spent his entire life savings on the healing magic of evangelists. He was very sick, and he was desperately trying to be healed. You know, that that's a common theme. 
You know, I feel like it's not evangelist's fault. It's not. You know, pe- people, even these days, they, they get deathly sick with cancer or whatever. You know, they, they look for absolutely well, any yeah, venue. Yeah, I'll go anywhere besides the doctors. You, you go to the doctors? This, this guy was scammed, and he was very sick, and none of the cures that evangelist claimed to have cured him, and he spent his life savings on it. So he he felt like a sucker. What do you do? I would try it five to ten times, and if it didn't work, I'd say, sorry, trying another avenue. Another venue, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A venue is kind of where we go to see music, but I did write venue on here. Did you? I did. I would okay. try a different avenue. But then a different there comes fork a... in the road. What? Guy recants his statement several times, and... Never said anything about killing the rest of the family. So he basically claims he killed Evangelist, but didn't know anything about the rest of the family. So he was a falsy. Mm-hmm. Suspect C. I can't say this name at all. Aurelius Angelino. Uh, remember Evangelist's old buddy, old pal, the one His who old buddy. flew out of the cuckoo's nest? Mm-hmm. Like good old Jack. Three years later... Please find a man named James, or I jumped to conclusion. It says Jay Smith tied to an altar with a knife through his heart. That's gross. It's disgusting. (laughs) Well, it happened to Jesus. Smith was apparently killed by another occult leader named Robert Harris, (laughs) who, who claims that Smith offered himself up as an offering. Hey, take me. Put me up on the altar and stab me in the heart. I'm willing to go for the name of magic and evangelist. Things get weird, Boot. I know. It's just how it is. The coroner found it different, though. He was knocked out with the wagon axle before being strung Um, up. Back up. I typed something completely different, and you skipped right over it. Knocked out with a goddamn wagon axle before being strung up there. And we were talking about this tonight. I was trying to leave out the, the I know naughty you words. Were. That's why I said back that shit up. Mm-hmm. I don't try to take over. There were doubts now being cast on Harris's claim. He was imprisoned, claimed to kill several others. Most importantly, he claimed to have killed the evangelist family. Like the entire family. Police investigated fingerprints did not match. And it's believed that Harris wasn't even in Detroit at the time. That's Detroit. Detroit. So three suspects. Three strikes. Three strikes. Yep. Still no final solving of the murders. To this day. It's (sighs) 2019, folks. Yep. Yep. Well, I don't think by this point there's ever going to be a solving. Oh, God, no. Because all those people just went trompsing through and really they had no technology. So the evangelist's house was eventually torn down and the people say that the land is still haunted to this day. By a headless ghost. Just one headless ghost. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, there you go. You think the land is haunted? Do I? Yeah. No. But, you know, I I like to let people believe whatever they want to believe. I think we have a ghost in this house. It's a nice ghost, but I have yet to actually experience firsthand just weirdness. Our dogs act really I, weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I, I feel like if there's going to be one headless ghost, there should maybe be two because the wife was damn near headless. Mm. And um, in my opinion, I feel like it's probably that guy that visited him to Technio. All right. I really don't have an opinion. I think it was Technio. Yep. There you go. Okay. Case solved. Good for you. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. You go. You get your natty light on up here. So, Boot, do you have a happy ending? Will you leave us on a good note? Tonight, we are going to feature a we band. We are going to do a selfless, shameless... Yeah. Uh, shameless, selfish, selfish, there, selfish There's a fantastic plug. band out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, called Potato Babies. And they are going to do their 35th... Holy Grand Rapids Festival of the Arts. Well, can I tell people who aren't from this area what Festival of the Arts is? Yeah, please. Festival of the Arts is a uh, they block off like tons of the streets downtown. There's an entire street of food vendors, which is the best part, and there's uh oh. 10 stages where music and dance and theater and anything that can happen on the stage. And then there's places to, for your kids to do art and there's music. And I said that already. This year is Festival of the Arts 50th year, which is fucking nuts because the Potato Babies have done 35 out of 50 of those years. 35 years. Now, the Potato Babies... It's they've been around for a long time, so it's had a rotating uh, yeah, band. Yeah, member, members have changed. Members have bit. come and gone, but it's been a good solid five years with with most of the band members. But now we have Reverend Charles Preston Smith. Mm-hmm. We have you, me, Dasbu on, on bass. bass. Reverend Charles sings, by the way, and he is the founder of the band. We have Jeff Armstrong. Playing guitar like a madman. Pretty much anything he puts his fingers on just oh, yeah. turns to gold. Yeah. He's like Midas. And his hair. Oh, yeah. he's The uh, ladies like Jeff. Mm-hmm. And then we have Daniel McCoy on drums. DJ. We have Louis P. as a stage dancer and jumper and hyper upper. And Jolene Rumsey playing on keyboards. keyboards. And it also takes a good amount of five to ten people to support. Oh, we have hula dancers. We've the fucking got all mayhem. Kinds of, we've got a choir. It looks it's like mayhem. Mad madness. It's nuts. It's very well rehearsed. There's beach balls. There's toilet paper. There's yep. there's beads. There's vinyl on the ground. Hmm. It is. It's a show. It is rehearsed, rehearsed complete fucking mayhem. mayhem. Yep. <laughs> so you guys can see the Potato Babies. We decided to give the shameless plug because they only play a handful of shows a year. Maybe five at, yep. at the tops. That's coming up in about, what? A couple weeks. weeks. Three weeks? Yeah. So uh, First weekend in June. Mm-hmm. Look up Festival of the Arts. June 2nd. On the web web places. It's 
28 days and about 19 hours until festival. What Boot and I do is we go to a, a parking lot, we get there early, and we tailgate all weekend. And we just binge on local bands and bands from different areas. There's bluegrass. There's there's every kind of music oh, possible. Oh, so fun. You just walk around and oh, find all kinds of watch, cool stuff. People watch, take photos. It's a great yep. time. So definitely uh, check it out. I just, you should come here. Can I? I just want to talk about the lyrics to the song One Hundred. Oh, it's it's a very intellectual song. It's so deep. Yes. It's uh, I I don't know how how he came up with such poetic such a deep lyrics. Song. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's not. Oh, he's a genius. Uh, and it's just fun. Everyone wears apparel. Not going to say costumes. Apparel that's a good time, and it's great. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, you guys, if you would please like us on all the social medias. Please help us move up so that we can tour and do our podcast on stage like my favorite murder oh, and that'd be great. the fall line and true crime garage and mm-hmm. all, all the cool kids who inspired us to do this. So tonight we're featuring Potato, Potato Baby. Baby. Five, four, three, two, one. Two. Three. Four. 25 years ago. I came down to festival. Yeah, I had fun and saw a show. Yeah, all of all to go. We laughed and we held hands. We lost our minds to the band. We laughed and we held hands. Look at me now, I'm in the band. Don't you ask me why?